Welcome to The Profitable Way. I am your host, Robin Gooding, and this is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to do good in the world while pursuing profits and living a rich life. I truly believe that the missing link to multi-passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs is the intersection of a holistic strategy, an efficient back-end system, and the soul work that focuses on our inner world so that our outer world can flourish. My clients have quit the cubicle, moved overseas for the digital nomad life, more than doubled their income and expanded their lives using my signature framework that integrates strategy, systems, and soul. If you're looking to clarify your strategy, structure and optimize your systems and amplify your soul work, you are in the right place. I promise to relentlessly support you making money online, doing what you love, so that you can live your version of an epic and rich life. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm so thankful that you've joined us today. And this is the first episode in a series that we are focusing on for the month of May. So All of the May episodes are going to be focused on mastering the craft of coaching. And this is a series that I thought would be really, really helpful because I do work with so many early stage coaches who are really quite insecure about whether they actually can get their clients amazing results. And although they believe they can, they just don't have the evidence because they haven't worked with a lot of people yet. And I've been thinking a lot about how I speak very regularly to the business side of building a coaching uh, business, but really the very, very best thing that we can do for our coaching business is to get our clients epic results. And now after thousands and thousands of coaching hours, I thought it would be helpful to bring you some tools, techniques, confirmation, frameworks, things that you can practically integrate into your work so that you can feel more confident that as you call in those clients, you are going to give them a world-class experience. So let's jump in to this episode, which is all about the coaching session. So part one is the actual coaching session, how to create a framework for a a powerful coaching session, what needs to be in place and how to think about the session so that as you are in that experience with your client, you have these sort of frameworks, these structures, these milestones of the session that are going to help you create something really powerful in every single session, as well as a cohesive story from session to session in the container for the client. Now, as I've said, I think that, you know, it's just really, really, really important to focus on creating epic transformations in the lives of those that we support. When we do this well, the business naturally flourishes, right? Because referrals come your way, clients renew, you start to build really, really deep and beautiful relationships. 
news starts to spread about your ability to get people amazing results and you start to cultivate this really awesome reputation. And as time goes on, you are then going to emerge as a leader, as one of the best, as someone that is reliable and trustworthy in the integrity of the work that we do. And as I've said, many early stage coaches struggle with the confidence. They struggle with self-belief. They wonder if they are good enough to help others or whether they can ethically receive the money that they want in exchange for their work. And so throughout this month, we're going to cover some of the the core elements of offering a really world-class coaching experience as tools and things that you can practically implement so that your clients are very, very deeply supported in the entire journey with you. So let's talk about the coaching session itself. So what matters here? What's important to have in place? What are some of the things to think about and why? Why are they important? So we're going to start with the first step. And the first step is actually not something to do. But it's a way of being, and this is all about presence. So the first step is presence. The coach is responsible for coming to the session with clear energy and wholehearted presence. Regardless of what has been happening in the day or even the hour before holding space for any of our clients, It is our job as the coach to be in our own powerful, clean energy. And this presence will create the energetic space for our clients to feel safe and to soften and to be present themselves in the session. That means any distractions, any projections, any personal crisis that is happening in your life All those things need to be checked at the door. And sometimes that's not possible, right? Sometimes there's just way too much going on in our personal lives in a day for us to be able to do that. And so when that's the case, the session should be rescheduled always. To be in the integrity of this work, we have to be able to bring that really clean, powerful presence to the session because it's not about us, right? It's not about our stuff. And clients feel it. They know when you're distracted. They know when you're not quite there or you're not not quite on. And so focusing on your own energy and your own way of being is going to, to set the tone for the experience that you're going to have with your client. The second point is every session needs an orientation. Okay, what do I mean by that? We need a compass. We need to know where north is, what the north star is. And this is usually, it's it's a goal. It's an intention. It's a, a vision for the session. And it's always, always, always ultimately decided by the client. Okay, so this is not the coach's vision. This is the client's intention. It's the goal that they have. It's the way of feeling they want to feel at the end of the session. And so it's extremely important to have this in place because if you've coached many people, you know that the sessions can really unravel and they can go in all different directions. And 
Sometimes they can go into places that you don't feel comfortable going because we're not therapists. And there might be really big things coming up that it's just like, whoa, this is a lot. And I am mindful of time. And I know that the session is coming to a close in five minutes. And I don't want you to leave with this incomplete thing that you haven't really felt is complete for you. And so when all of that is happening, to have this orientation, to have the North North Star as the compass is going to give you something to come back to. And it's something that both you and the client can orientate yourselves towards so that you know, are we getting sidetracked? Is this part of what we're trying to create in the session? Can't we just be mindful of like where the parameters are for what I've said I want to receive this session? And when you have this goal or this vision, and especially when it's been created from a very embodied place, and so if you're a one-on-one client of mine, you know that every session begins with a drop-in. It becomes uh, a slowing down process of really feeling into what you want for your session, what's there for you. Sometimes it's very unexpected. Sometimes it's not a specific thing, but it's a feeling. It's a symbol. It's an emotion or an energy. And and sometimes it's hard to find the language for it, but there's always, always something there that we're using as the tone, as the theme, as the goal for the session. And we'll make sure that we answer that within the session or at least get closer to an answer. There's there's sort of a step towards completion with whatever has, has surfaced in this initial very, very beginning part of the session. Okay, so, so far we've got presence. The coach is in the presence. The energetic space is being held in this really strong, supportive, safe container. The client has set a goal, a theme, or an intention for the session. And now we're going to get into the conversation. And whether this is um, like a a talk-focused coaching session, or perhaps it's a somatic or an embodied focus session, it doesn't really matter. There are three things that are going to be absolutely essential for this to be an effective session. Okay, so the middle of the session is going to require really, really powerful questions. To get the right answers, we have to ask the right right questions. And so as the coach, it's our job to ask those right questions and to get really, really, really clear, really concise, and really aligned with the right questions to ask at the right time. This is where experience can be really helpful because you start to like intuitively pick up on things. But even having a list of questions that you can lean on in case you start to get stuck, that's going to help you to just really ask the right powerful questions. And part of that then, so that's the first thing. The second thing is actively listening. 
Now, actively listening means that you are hyper-focused on really seeing the client, really hearing the client, and not just what is being said, but what is not being said. Okay, and part of that means that you have to create the pause. (laughs) This can be really, really uncomfortable, and one of the things I see new coaches do is want to fill the pause with a statement or an insight or their own experience. And I just want to invite you to really lean into pauses, the silence. Where the client is processing, where they're really reflecting, where they're exploring what's behind the question you've asked. And if we rush in to fill that space, sometimes it can interrupt that process for the client. So asking the right questions and actively listening also requires space and pauses and allowing the client to process, to deeply reflect, to tap into their own wisdom and to explore what's already available for them. And then the third thing that's essential here is trauma-informed support. So you'll hear me saying I'm a trauma-informed coach. (laughs) What does that mean? Well, it means that I'm trained to create, cultivate, and honor safety in my coaching practice that I am aware of language, of the impact of trauma on the body, the awareness of where I can go with clients and where other professional support is required, whether that's therapy or otherwise. It's about being aware about unique lived experiences, right? Whether that involves racism, whether that involves abuse, whether that involves uh, poverty or any unique lived experience that may be different even from my own lived experience, right? But to, to deeply understand how to provide a safe space for this client to share and to feel seen and honored in their truth without unintentionally, I should say, unintentionally dismissing something or um, sometimes I I think that clients can get re-traumatized if the coach isn't trauma-informed and doesn't fully understand how to create that space. And this is obviously not good. It's not healthy and it's not going to help our clients get amazing results. So we want to really understand our role and the necessity of being trauma-informed in our practice. And that needs to be infused into the coaching session. And it needs to be really prevalent in the act of listening, in the pausing, in the asking of powerful questions. It just needs to be omnipresent at all times. Okay. Now, 
the next thing that can be tricky (laughs) is the coach needs to provide accountability and support from this experience of being the mirror, right? And clients have lots of friends. They do not need their coach to be their friend first. They need their coach to be their coach first. This looks different. Sometimes this means that we need to hold up that powerful mirror and invite the client into stretchy, challenging, and sometimes even confronting questions and explorations. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this with a lot of emphasis, always from a trauma-informed, loving, and empathetic place where the client's best interest is always at heart, all right? But we cannot go into appeasement. We cannot go into any disempowering spirals. It's really about honoring the intention, the goal, the vision, the commitment the client has devoted themselves to by working with you. And as the coach, we get to hold that vision and we get to hold the embodiment of the client as their highest self, as the version of them that has every possibility available to them. Where all things are possible, no matter what is going on. And when we can hold that vision and we can hold that and we can invite the client to step into that space of really witnessing where they're leaning into that vision and where they're running away from it, where they're avoiding things, where they're giving into patterns that they've said they want to break. This is how the coach can really make a big, big difference in clients getting epic results. The job sometimes involves lovingly nudging clients into work that they may want to avoid, that they run away from, that they're making excuses for. And so we cannot just allow that to happen when the client has chosen to work with us in order to support them to create the change that they want. So feedback, accountability, the mirror, the holding of possibility and the highest vision for the client at all times may feel uncomfortable and we have to do it anyways because that is us being an integrity in that relationship. It's always looking at what is possible It's always looking at what is going to get the client closer to the life they've said they want to create, the business they've said they want to create. And it's being that, yeah, the hype girl, the cheerleader, but in a very practical way that sometimes invites the client into very, very stretchy things. And it's our job to be there to to support them to celebrate them, to acknowledge what they're doing, to acknowledge what's coming up for them in the process, but to remind them of what they've said they want to create and what is possible for them in doing those things and making those choices. Okay, so again, it's always from 
having the client's best interest at heart and using empathy, using love, and bringing the truth, bringing the questions that allow the client to tap into what is their truth in the situation, even if it's an uncomfortable truth. And this brings me to the next point. And I think this is going to probably sound a little obvious, possibly even too simplistic, but you can never, ever underestimate the power of celebration and progress awareness. Because when the client is in it, it's very hard for them to see how far they've actually come. And as the coach in this objective place of observing, we get to see that growth. And so the coach's job is to acknowledge, is to celebrate, is to highlight progress. And this can be a really powerful catalyst for change. So the client gets to see and be witnessed in their magic, in their brilliance, in their growth. And the coach has a responsibility to reflect this back to them and to remind the client to celebrate every milestone along the way. Every session should also have a a next step, a path forward, an action, something that they want to commit to so that they take the wisdom that they've received in the session and they're tangibly, practically bringing it to life. Okay, so let's go back through this because I know I've covered a lot. So the first thing is presence, being in the presence, being in the energy that you want to create for the session as the coach. The second is orientation and creating that North Star for the session. In the middle, we have active listening, powerful questions, and trauma-informed support. We also have the accountability and the mirror. We also have celebrations and progress awareness. And then we're ending the session with commitments, something that is going to take them that step forward. Now, outside of sessions, the best coaching packages will also include regular check-ins where you're able to check in with the client and the, and the client can check in with the coach around those actions that they've committed to, whether that's their homework, whether that's even just a way of being or a practice they're going to implement, or maybe it's a hard conversation they've said they're going to have. Whatever it is, Check-ins are a big, big part of supporting the clients and actually creating that change that they've created awareness around in the session. Okay, so I hope that's helpful for you. Next episode, I'm going to be diving into some of the best questions to include on intake forms and as part of an onboarding process for new clients. So stay tuned for that in this May coaching series. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I can't wait to catch up with you next week. 
I'm Robin Gooding, and you've been listening to the Profitable Way podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at robin.gooding and join the Facebook community through the link in my Instagram bio. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode so that I can continue to share this message with other entrepreneurs looking to pursue their dream online. I hope you'll join in next week for another episode, and I hope that you always remember that the best is yet to come.